Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of InfusionCast. Today, I had the opportunity of interviewing Dobbin Buck of Get You Wired, and Get You Wired is an incredible uh, agency that can help you with everything Infusionsoft related. They're one of the largest resellers ever of in the world, and uh, Dobbin leads the sales and marketing team over there at Get You Wired, and he is a, an incredible individual, um, someone who I connected with immediately. Uh, we have a lot of the same interests, and there's a lot of value in this episode, not just around Infusionsoft, but about sales and marketing and how to run your business better. So without further ado, let's get into this episode with Dobbin Buck. How the heck do you use Infusionsoft? How do you make it work for you? Welcome to InfusionCast, the only podcast that shows you the tricks of the trade and teaches you how to be an Infusionsoft expert. Join your host, Joshua Millage, as he sits down with Infusionsoft pros to hear their stories and experiences making Infusionsoft work for them. Ready? Here's Joshua. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of InfusionCast, the only podcast that teaches you how to be an infusion soft expert. I'm excited because today I'm interviewing Dobbin Buck, the vice president of business development at Get You Wired. Dobbin, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, very excited to be on, Joshua. Well, I'm excited to have you, and we had a, such an amazing conversation, kind of a pre chat phone call, really. And so I'm excited about all the value that we can provide to the Infusionsoft community today. And before we get into things, I'm really curious, can you give me the backstory really on on you and how you've gotten involved with Get You Wired and really how Get You Wired started? Sure. Uh, interesting story. So Get You Wired was founded by Lee Golf uh, 12 years ago. And what had happened was Lee was... Um, doing IT projects for a large corporation and a developer um, really didn't treat them very well and took a lot of money from them, held them hostage, required more money to complete a project and really gave him a dissatisfactory uh, experience. And he was helpless. And ultimately he had to just keep hemorrhaging money and hemorrhaging money until they got through with the project and then fired that developer. And he got, he got to thinking about that and he was like, gosh, I must not be the only person uh, around that's having this experience. I could put something together to where I could provide small businesses a real authentic service that isn't out to get them, that's designed to help them su succeed, and ultimately is designed not to rip them off and not to hold them hostage with proprietary hosting and other things like that. So he, uh, his wife was a programmer and he hired a, a, a young designer and they basically started Get You Wired in a bedroom upstairs in Lee's house. It was his wife programming. Lee was the business guy and, uh, and sales guy, and then he had his uh, his designer that that worked alongside his wife, and they started developing uh, websites primarily for small businesses. Well, that started going really well, and he got a few clients, and then he got a office um, downtown in our town square, and 
where we're located is in North Georgia. We're an hour north of Atlanta, and we're in a very rural community. We're in the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains, and our town is called Dahlonega, Georgia, and it's the site of the first American gold rush. So it's really quaint. All the buildings are from the late 1800s, and it's a really cool place. So he got a little office down in the town square, and uh, then uh, started doing more and more business. And um, what uh, ultimately happened when you start getting a little successful in business is you start adding another person and another person. <laughs> and real early on, um, I had moved into this area and my wife and I uh, decided we wanted to leave our jobs in Atlanta in the big city and move up to the country. And so we packed our bags and headed up and decided that the hand of fate would be kind to us. And we just came to Dahlonega and she immediately got a job. And I proceeded to prospect for gold with this old guy. And so I was out on a dredge in a river with scuba gear, uh, dredging for gold every day. And um, I wasn't making any money, but I was having a lot of fun. And eventually my wife said, you know, it's time that you get back and uh, <laughs> start earning some money mm -hmm. and stop having fun. So um, an employee of my wife's was Lee Goff's sister. And um, she said, hey, my brother needs some help over with his uh, website company. And I'd had a lot of experience with marketing and developing back in the day multimedia and different things so i wasn't too far off base with what lee was doing i was by no means a website expert at the time but uh i put together a resume and went over and saw him and he he and i hit it off pretty well and um, we started uh building and doing more expensive websites and different things like that and the company um uh proceeded to grow and more and more people, more developers, more designers, staff, office staff started to be added in, and um, and uh, and we've continued to grow from so from originally from three employees Lee started with. Now we're up to forty one employees, and we're still in Dahlonega, but we're a few miles away from the town square in um, the old headquarters for Barna Log Home. So our office looks like a big, huge log home that this developer created as sort of a, um, a uh, uh, styled home slash office facility for building log homes. And they uh, moved on and we moved in. So uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. That's amazing. And I'm, I'm curious, you know, Dobbin, like what did, you know, dredging for gold teach you about business? I'm sh I've got to believe there's some sort of overlaps by, by that. I'm a big fan of Gold Rush. Um, probably my favorite show, and I've had these dreams about going to Alaska, as I'm sure a lot of <laughs> a lot of people have. But is there anything that you you've learned there that you've carried over into what you're doing now? Well, one thing is that um, I learned, thanks to my wife, was to uh, keep a, a close eye on my metrics and. <laughs> <laughs> how much money I'm actually making for the amount of time that I'm putting into something. Because the thing about it was I had a lot of passion around this. Mm -hmm. It was fun putting on scuba gear and going down and 
with a big suction hose into a river and spending, you know, three hours at a time under the water and all of that. And it was really fascinating. But at the end of the end of the day, the reward was solely experiential, which has its values. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, though, for my family and for my lifestyle and everything, eventually mm-hmm. I need to make some money. So it's paying close attention to that. Now, if we want to work in the uh, world of metaphors, um, Someone from Infusionsoft, and I wish I could remember who it was. It might have been Joseph Manna, um, told me that he had the idea that um, instead of uh, a funnel, that uh, marketing automation is more like a sluice. And so a sluice <laughs> in gold, <laughs> in gold uh, prospecting terms is where you're um, pulling gravel and debris and sending it down this chute that is letting lighter materials like rocks and sand flow through and the heavier materials like gold are settling into nets and into screens on the sluice. And then at the end, ultimately, you're going to pan out what's left and you're left with gold. So he, he attributed um, he attributed marketing automation to actually be more like a sluice than a funnel because ultimately what we want is we want the you know with that, that ultimately we want people that are that are, are are more in line with our products and our services to drop into the netting into and we want everybody else just to flow flow over and flow out the other end right right uh, so I, I always found that to be pretty interesting so I, I think about that I wish that I had said it first but <laughs> I didn't but and I'm the guy that actually done the uh, the gold prospect. Yeah, I think it's a great analogy and metaphor because, you know, it, it, when you think about it, the the reason that uh, a certain piece of gold or granularity of gold gets stuck is because it met some sort of conditions. And we, exactly what you what you said to your point is like we want our customers to meet certain conditions so that we can speak to them a certain way, market to them in a certain way that's more personal. Um, and really scales the human touch. And so I would agree with, with Joseph if, if um, with that sluice analogy. I've never thought of it that way. And I think, you know, the funnel craze is here, definitely. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Funnels are important. But I think that we are so quick to copy and paste someone's funnel that we don't actually think about how we need to personalize it into more of a sluice to capture value, more value, and and shed value, and shed the 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 people that aren't a good fit, you know, and let those wash over, like you mentioned. So, I love that analogy. Um, so, so you jumped in from gold prospecting to get you wired. I love that. I think that, that's so uh, so interesting. My story follows a similar vein of of going from. Uh, manufacturing wooden snow skis into web development. It's just, it's funny how life takes you down one path and then you wind up in another, but it's some somehow all interconnected. Um, and I think that's really important for, for entrepreneurs to know because it's like we get so stuck on one thing and really myopic, like this is what matters. And then sometimes you step back and you're like, actually that experience was uh, what my father says. That was an expensive education over here, but it was the education I needed to be successful over here. And, uh, and having that kind of mindset that this is a journey, not just destination, you know? Um, 
So back to get you wired, give me a, a, from a high level some of the thing, services and uh, that you provide to small businesses because I know, um, man, I've heard just amazing feedback from uh, from people in the community about the services you provide. And I just want everyone to know what you do so that they can reach out and, and uh, work with you if it's a good fit. Sure, absolutely. Well, what we are is we're really a, a one-stop shop for um, life cycle marketing. So we do everything from traffic generation, which could be um, AdWords and social media management to organic search engine optimization to website design and development to all things Infusionsoft, from sales to training to basic campaign development, advanced campaign development, advanced API integrations. We're doing a lot of membership sites, um, uh, primarily currently our uh, platform, favorite platform is Membarium with Micah Mitchell. We really like him and work with him a lot. And so under one roof, betwixt and between all whatever 41 of our employees currently, we have project managers, we have designers, we have copywriters, we have, I think, 16 full-time engineer slash developers we have six full-time project managers that are also well steeped in strategy and technology so that they can guide their clients and um, we really practically do everything here that our clients need with the exception of we get asked to do uh, video production and things like that which is certainly not our specialty but um, with anything to do with marketing or uh, website platform development and all things Infusionsoft where we've been doing it for a long time and uh, very successful at it and have a lot of fun doing it. That's amazing. And with all the different applications that your team and and you have touched, what are some of the things that you think that Infusionsoft users need to be mindful of? I think you actually gave us a nugget, no pun intended, with the uh, know your, your metrics. I think that's a really, really important one. But what are some of the other things that you see that people just really aren't doing? Well, I think it goes back to the beginning of of really, it would be helpful if when people get into Infusionsoft initially to to where they actually know what Infusionsoft is. Yeah. (laughs) And um, because what we wind up seeing, people come to us after having had Infusionsoft, sometimes they buy Infusionsoft from us, but more often than not, the people that we're working with have had Infusionsoft for six months, a year, two years, three years, who knows how long. And many times they're just utilizing a singular facet of it, almost like they're using Infusionsoft for something like MailChimp. You know, they're keeping their database and sending out a newsletter or something like that. So it's really about understanding, first of all, starting at the CRM, what the capabilities of that CRM system are, really thinking through how you can most logically segment your list, your prospecting list, your active client list, any your sphere of influence list, whatever lists you have in the system, better detailing out who and what they are to where we can really manufacture and cater marketing that's really more specific to them. So just starting at that database level of understanding how to structure information that helps us to better understand our clients and our prospects is vital. And that's even before going into the marketing automation aspect of it, sales pipeline aspect of it, 
the e-commerce aspect of the system, any of that is just like that core element of how you're managing the database. I think it's, I think it's sorely overlooked and that's really where I like to start because if I have all that clean and I have data the way I can access it and I know how to pull and pick people apart in my own database or in my clients' databases, I can really start to work some magic. So it's like starting there and then ultimately getting in and really defining what aspects of their business. And sometimes the thing about small business owners is they don't necessarily know, let's just say in the construct of lifecycle marketing, what they need. So they have their own ideas about, oh, I'd like to automate this or, oh, I'd like to automate this. But I think what's really helpful is the teams like Get You Wired, and there's a lot of great teams out there that you know can really say, okay, well, that's great. Um, I appreciate your vision and what you'd like to get automated. And here's where I like to start. And here's where we've seen this work extremely well. Because often people are think they have an issue in one area, but their issue really isn't in a singular area. Their issue is somewhere else. So ultimately, if we take the time before we start working for people, and really understand them, understand their business, and unpack everything before we get rolling, then we can really serve them well. So I think a lot of it is about just having a guide and a helpful individual that can really help you look at the big picture, walk through it, tell the story, and then go back and decide what really needs to, you know, to be worked on. Make sense? Makes complete sense. And I, and I love that you're, you're bringing that up because this really helps people avoid the, the shiny new tool syndrome that I see so often that they see a, a certain thing. Let's just say Facebook ads. And it's like that, that has to be the thing that they do that gets to their, you know, gets them to the next level. And it's like, well, maybe the reason that you're not having success with your website isn't the fact that you're using Facebook ads. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's, you know, uh, conversion optimization. Actually, maybe your your customers would, you know, be more apt to um, connect with just really good content marketing. And I think you and your team and all the things that you, you offer and the experience, you have a bird's eye view of all the different recipes and things that can connect together to give people success. And, uh, and I think that's really important. I love the idea of being a guide because, um, you know, discovering and being intentional on the front end of a project with with a client really understanding their vision and what the function of their business is, is absolutely crucial to having success with Infusionsoft. And uh, I've always said that Infusionsoft, you know, it's an amazing power tool. And once you start to use it, it actually, for it's like a mirror. Like it forces you to look at yourself and what you're, you're doing internally and your processes. And, and you have to, you know, it's kind of like a I don't know. I've called it business therapy. Like it's in, in implementing it into my own business. I've seen ways to improve just because I have to think in a systematic way. And like you said, I, I couldn't agree more. I think building the foundation um, is crucial. How are we going to organize information? What information is, is meaningful to us? A lot of people gather information for information's sake. And I don't, I'm sure we've both been in these types of apps where it's like, there's so many tags that are meaningless. You know, there's so many things that are there, there, there's no reason for them, but they were just told to do something. So they're doing it, but there's no, there's no like connection point on the, the why it matters to their business. Um, you know, when I was talking to, um, Paul, uh, was it Paul Sokol? Someone over, 
in in the Infusionsoft um, actual the actual company, and they said, you know, one of the things that drives us nuts nuts is when people say you're only using ten percent of the Infusionsoft power. He said because sometimes ten percent is what that business needs to be really successful. Like they don't need everything in conjunction. They just need the right things in conjunction. And so I think spending the time to really find out what those right things are and then build systems around them is, is absolutely crucial uh, and important. And, uh, um, you know, one of the things too, is I think that I'd love to hear your thoughts on is just messaging. I know that we both have an interest in, um, you know, uh, copy and NLP and all these different things that are more qualitative <laughs> Um, but they do apply to like what we build in Infusionsoft. Yes. Um, let, let's let's shift gears there because it goes into a question about success that I always like to ask. But you know, words are powerful. Do you, do you agree? One hundred percent. And 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 like, tell me a little bit about your study around language and and how it's changed your life and and business because I think people don't think about this very often. They're just. They're so focused on the campaign, they don't think about the words in the campaign. Well, that's the whole secret, if there is such a thing as a secret to all this. It's not about having an automated sales funnel or having a new customer wow campaign or having a referral program or having a website or anything. It's it's not that, that those technical properties or technical achievements it's what goes inside them that makes it work mm-hmm. it used to be ooh, an automated you know six seven years ago ooh, automated sales funnel i can you know a drip campaign you know that was really novel or you know even further back from then but the thing about it is it's the message and so what we want to always do is to communicate to just just example if i'm communicating on the phone or i'm uh, person to person or through a uh, automated sales funnel of sorts through marketing automation or whatever ultimately I always want to be speaking to the audience through their point of view mm-hmm. and I always want to be very considerate of their time and ultimately what value I'm projecting so each time I'm touching a person, there needs to be some value that's, that, that, that I am passing on to them, no matter what it is, in a singular email, in a video, in this conversation here. I'm hoping that there's some value in you and I communicating together that's being passed on. And so it's a state of mind that has to be experienced in everything that we do in automation. So one of the things that, that's really crucial in working with clients or a person that's, you know, developing their own stuff in Infusionsoft is really coming to terms with what the audience wants and reacting to that and doing that on all fronts, on every touch. And if you can do that, all the, you know, sort of all the trickery that people use in automation, it ceases to be so important, all the little tactics and everything like that. We all know how to do it. But ultimately, if you can create really rich content that provides value, the thing that happens to interested parties is that they become reliant on that content. Mm-hmm. They have to have more. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you and I are both readers. Mm-hmm. And so what happens when you find a new author 
and you've read through a book and it's captivated you from cover to cover and you get to the end of the book. I want to read every single thing that author did. Right. There's a sense of sadness and loss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that book and you want to fill it. And so the same thing is with content in marketing content is that we really want to be authentic. We want to provide value. We want to get them reliant on our content. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, if we do that, then we can guide them in a helpful way to the tools that they need to purchase from us, whether it's services or products. We've earned it. And it's, and it's real. It's not like, you know, uh, here, upsell, downsell, cross-sell, tripwire, this, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> you know, jumping them through, you know, through the hoops, pushing them into something. It's about being real and authentic and caring about them and having them feel that they're being heard and they're cared about through something as, you know, almost inhuman as a um, automated sales funnel. You know, it's not where we're talking to one another, but they can have that same feeling and that same experience. Right. That intentionality is, is just absolutely of the utmost importance. And it's cool because we're, we're using a tool that allows for that connection to happen. Um, if we want it to, and if we want to think about things at that level. And, uh, well, Dobbin, I, I always kind of wrap interviews up with this question, and I'm really curious, um, given our conversations, and is, do you have a success, maybe tip or ritual or, or thing that you do, maybe it's on a weekly or daily basis, to really kind of get in peak state and, and ready to take on your day? I mean, you've clearly gone from uh, you've had a very, you know, successful few years here. And I love the fact I had no idea you were in, you know, gold mining, I should say, till what you're doing now. So I'm imagining like your mental state, like you've, you've, you've gone through some phases there. And what have you learned and what can you share with the audience? Well, as far as our company is concerned, and we're a small business, just like you know, everybody else that uses Infusionsoft is is really about aligning myself with team members within within my ecosystem and get you wired and get you wired is built up of a leadership team um league off is the founder um melissa allen is the ceo of our company bobby brown is the senior uh developer and engineer and i'm the vice president of uh, business development and the four of us run the company and so one of the things that we're always doing is we're always meeting we're always trying to figure out what the next steps are we went to uh, infusionsoft's elite forum to help redesign the way that we do business here so um it's really about starting my day within m my own team of people that i personally work with here my own team that surrounds me and then, and then connecting with uh, the other leadership team members on a, on a regular basis, having open lines of communication, and we really work well together. So when I go into, you know how you can sort of, I've, I've been out of, like you, I've been traveling for the last week, okay? Mm -hmm. So it's very hectic when you come back into an office from being out for a week. But because I've aligned myself with, top producers and people that care about me and care about the business. When I come back in from being gone for a week, I don't have all those fears and all that craziness because we all work really tightly together. So that's a huge part of my mindset is that I can trust the people that surround me. 
and um, it helps me guide in, you know, guide into the day. As far as resetting myself, um, I do it probably 10, 15 times a day before every conversation. I give myself a few minutes to breathe, you know, sort of get myself centered before I'm communicating with, pe with people to make sure that I'm not bringing something from one conversation into another, that I'm relaxed and I'm giving them uh, the utmost of my time. I love that. That's a, a beautiful tip. Thank you for sharing that. Well, Dobbin, what is the best way for someone to get a hold of you or, and or your company if they're interested in, in uh, using your services? Well, um, we have a website. It's at www.getyouwired.com, and that's spelled G-E-T, the letter U, W-I-R-E-D.com. And then likewise, I my email address is Dobbin at getyouwired.com. I invite people to reach out to me um, and uh, share with me what they have going on and uh, be happy to respond and, um, and uh, communicate and see how we can be of service. Right on. Well, I'll put all of this and more at the show notes at infusioncast.co slash getyouwired. Dobbin, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, well, thank you. It's been a privilege and uh, um, anytime, Joshua. Right on. Thanks for joining us on this episode of InfusionCast. Struggling to embed Infusionsoft web forms into your WordPress website? Head over to infusioncast.co and download our free WordPress plugin, Fusion Forms. Fusion Forms allows you to easily embed beautiful Infusionsoft forms into any WordPress website with a simple shortcode. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next episode. The following podcast is a production of InfusionCast, a subsidiary of Codebox LLC. InfusionCast is no way associated or sponsored by Infusionsoft. The opinions and perspectives in this podcast are of the host and his guests and do not reflect or promote any view held by Infusionsoft.